Welcome to Purpose Unveiled, the podcast that blends modern technology with ancient wisdom to help you uncover your life purpose. I'm your host, Isaac, and my mission is to provide you with powerful insights, actionable strategies, and tangible takeaways in 15 minutes or less. Today, I'll take you on a journey through life, purpose, and happiness. Get ready as we dive into the paradoxes and complexities that shape our understanding of these concepts. Now, here's a curveball for you. Your purpose is not to be happy. Yes, you heard me right, but don't fret. As we navigate the winding roads of purpose and meaning, you'll see that happiness is not the destination, but a wonderful pit stop on the journey. From ancient wisdom to modern psychology, we've all got tangled up in a web of words. Purpose, goals, passion, happiness, each more elusive than the other. Let's cut through the confusion. Picture purpose as your why, the essence of your existence. Goals, they're the how, the stepping stones to your why. The pursuit of purpose isn't a quick fix. It's more than just a checklist of goals, like buying a house or advancing in your career. It calls for a deeper introspection, a search for a greater why that transcends individual desires and benefits the larger community. When we delve into the depths of purpose, we enter a realm where philosophy, theology, and the pursuit of the good life intertwine. Some of us set our sights on the transcendent, searching for a purpose that goes beyond ourselves. Others feel called to roll up our sleeves and take practical steps to make the world a better place. In these pursuits, we encounter the concept of pro-social behavior. Pro-social behavior involves actions that benefit others or society as a whole. It's about building friendships, lending a helping hand to family members, contributing to the betterment of your community or peers. Engaging in pro-social behavior not only benefits others, but can also bring personal fulfillment. For example, hosting friends for dinner is enjoyable both for you and your guests. It's a win-win situation where you benefit others and yourself simultaneously. However, pro-social behavior can also demand sacrifices on your part. It's a pattern of activity that reflects a genuine concern for others, often fueled by empathy. While acts such as donating a kidney or liver to someone in need are clear examples of pro-social behavior, it also encompasses everyday acts of sharing, cooperation, or dedicating oneself to a cause. Understanding that purpose is pro-social leads us to the realization that it revolves around giving of oneself for others, or aligning with an idea or cause that has a positive impact on others. In essence, Purpose goes beyond personal happiness and self-centered goals. It encompasses a higher calling to contribute to the well-being and advancement of others, whether it's through direct actions or by championing ideas or causes. So, as you explore and define your purpose, consider the ways you can make a pro-social impact. Embrace the opportunity to give of yourself, nurture empathy, and create positive change in the lives of others. Let's segue into passion. 
We often throw this word around without really knowing where it came from. Believe it or not, it has its roots in suffering and sacrifice. Yes, you heard me right. Passion and patience both share the same Latin root, pati, which means to suffer for something worthwhile. It's a whole lot deeper than simply being enthusiastic or caring a lot about something. Passion is about the depth of your feeling for a life of purpose, your willingness to go the extra mile and make sacrifices for a greater cause or the common good. But hold on a second, passion and purpose are two different beasts. Purpose is the why behind what you're doing, while passion is the fire that fuels your purpose. Without passion, your purpose might fizzle out like a damp firework. Picture this. You have a great idea, a possibility that gets your heart racing. But unless you take action and follow through, it's just an idea gathering dust. True purpose is about taking that idea, stoking the flames of passion, and turning it into a reality that you'll be remembered for long after you're gone. Passion is the essence the secret sauce that gives purpose its flavor. Now, we all want to make a difference in the lives of others and leave our mark on the world, right? But here's the catch. Purpose isn't about stroking our egos and seeking personal glory. It's a spiritual calling that we live out in the material realm. What truly matters is the contribution we make, not the spotlight on ourselves. So. Let's draw a distinction here. We have the motivation to build a life around impressing others and seeking personal happiness. But there's another motivation, one where we prioritize the needs of others without sacrificing our own well-being. Research and ancient wisdom tell us that when we act in pro-social ways, showing compassion and care for others, we're not only making their lives better, but also increasing our own happiness. It's a win-win. Now, let's delve into the ocean of happiness, a concept so frequently used, yet so rarely understood. Aristotle, the great philosopher, described happiness as an end in itself, an expression of the human desire to live. He distinguished between hedonic happiness, which is derived from momentary pleasures, and eudaimonic happiness, which stems from a life well lived. Picture hedonic happiness as that unending party in your 20s where you're always chasing the next thrill. On the other hand, eudaimonic happiness is like nurturing a garden where hard work and patience lead to the blossoming of meaningful joy. Aristotle emphasized that eudaimonic happiness or living a life of virtue often requires us to go beyond our hedonistic desires and adopt a pro-social approach. It's like finding a perfect balance between sipping on a margarita on a sunny beach and planting trees for the future generation. Aaron Hurst, in his insightful book, The Purpose Economy, asserts that the pursuit of eudaimonic, purposeful happiness is not just beneficial. It's becoming a necessity in the world we inhabit today. Here's his surprising thesis. Purpose is a verb, not a noun. It's about action, about our everyday deeds, and how we approach our work. We experience purpose when we endeavor for something greater than ourselves, when we stretch our boundaries and grow. 
and when we work in collaboration as a community. According to Hearst, purpose is not some grand revelation, a specific cause, or a luxury that we can simply afford to ignore. Instead, purpose is a conscious choice. It encourages us to aim high, but it also requires us to embrace suffering and sacrifices, as long as we understand the why behind our actions. Simply put, purpose doesn't equate to happiness, but the passionate pursuit of goals aligned with your purpose leads to a deeper, more profound sense of fulfillment and joy. Picture this, you're on a treadmill, sweat dripping down your forehead, legs moving frantically. But no matter how fast you run, you just can't seem to get ahead. That is the hedonic treadmill. It's a sneaky concept in psychology that explains why our happiness level remains stubbornly steady, no matter what ups or downs we face in life. Here's how it works. Let's say you score a fat paycheck increase. At first, you're on cloud nine, doing cartwheels in your mind. But hold on tight, because here comes the twist. As your bank account fattens, so do your desires and expectations. Suddenly, that old clunker just won't do anymore, so you upgrade to a swanky new ride. You move into a bigger house. Your vacations become fancier than a Hollywood film. But guess what? Before you know it, these once luxurious upgrades become your new normal. And your happiness levels? Well, they return to their pre-race state, leaving you scratching your head and wondering what happened. This phenomenon is called hedonic adaptation. It's our brain's way of protecting us from the blows of negativity. But it also means we quickly adapt to positive changes. It's like our happiness has a set point, a comfy little homeostasis that it refuses to budge from. So, what's the takeaway here? Well, it's a colorful reminder that chasing fleeting pleasures and materialistic gains is like running on that darn treadmill. You put in all that effort, but you never really move forward. It's a road to nowhere. Let's move on to money and happiness. A hot topic for debates, isn't it? It's luring to think that a fat paycheck and a luxurious lifestyle can bring us happiness. But let's debunk the myth. Money might buy you the comforts of life, but it can't purchase a life of meaning. The Easterlin paradox, proposed by economist Richard Easterlin, has been a cornerstone argument in the relationship between money and happiness. Easterlin proposed that economic growth doesn't necessarily lead to more satisfaction. Sure, people in poorer countries become happier once they can afford basic necessities. But beyond that, more wealth doesn't equate to more happiness. Instead, he argued that relative income, how much you earn compared to others around you, matters far more than absolute income. Here's an analogy. If you own a BMW, you might not be happier because your neighbor might own a Tesla. And the happiness derived from buying the latest iPhone is fleeting because a newer model always seems to arrive too soon. This is the crux of the Easterlin paradox, which suggests that money can't buy happiness beyond a certain point. However, more recent research challenges this long-held belief, asserting that more money does tend to bring more happiness if spent right. This underlines the importance of aligning your spending with your intrinsic values and purpose 
rather than merely accumulating wealth. Our desire to lug around bags full of cash often sends us sprinting on a hedonic treadmill, constantly seeking more but never quite reaching a state of contentment. The crux of the issue is not money, but how we choose to spend it. Money, if used wisely and in alignment with one's purpose, can indeed contribute to genuine happiness. Lastly, let's talk motivation. We've all been there, grinding away for that shiny prize, or desperately avoiding the wrath of punishment. But let me tell you, that kind of motivation is as shallow as a puddle after a drizzle. It might get the job done, but it won't light a fire in your soul. True motivation, the kind that sets your heart ablaze, comes from within. It's the joy of doing something simply because you love it, no strings attached. It's about embracing your purpose, not for the applause or the accolades, but for the sheer love and passion it brings. Now buckle up and let me introduce you to the dynamic duo of motivations, intrinsic and extrinsic. Extrinsic motivation is like the pushy neighbor who pesters you to mow your lawn. It comes from outside influences, like the promise of a fat paycheck or avoiding the wrath of your boss. It's great for those mindless tasks where the goal is crystal clear and the reward is as tangible as a stack of cash. But when we delve into the realms of cognitive skills and creativity, it's the intrinsic motivation that steals the show. Picture yourself engrossed in solving a brain-teasing puzzle, wielding a paintbrush with wild abandon, or dancing your fingers on the keyboard to create literary magic. That's when the fire of intrinsic motivation ignites within you. It's the love for the activity itself, the sheer joy and interest that propels you forward. And guess what? When you're intrinsically motivated, you become a force to be reckoned with, engaged, creative, and resilient. When it comes to living purposefully, the intrinsic motivators take center stage. Passion, fulfillment, personal growth. These are the secret ingredients that make the purpose journey worthwhile. When your actions are fueled by genuine interest and an unyielding passion, the rewards become secondary, mere icing on the cake. Purpose is beyond riches and beyond fleeting moments of joy. It's about a meaningful pursuit that intertwines passion, goals, and a why that transcends individual desires. Navigating the path to purpose might feel like weathering a storm, but trust me, it's worth every sacrifice. The good news is, you're not alone in this journey. In the coming episodes, we'll explore your strengths, values, fears, and the commitments you need to make to lead a purposeful life. Stick with me, and by the end of this series, you'll have your personalized purpose statement. Remember, you are the protagonist of your life's movie, and your purpose is the plot. Enjoy the journey and embrace the growth, one step at a time. The path to purpose might be steep, but the view from the top is worth it. After all, you're not here to merely exist, you're here to truly live. Purpose Unveiled, bridging the gap between modern tech and ancient wisdom for finding your purpose.